Watch out! It's a fury of teas! I certainly don't know what that means. But I'll tell you what I do know, guys. Tea Fury is the original pop culture t-shirt destination selling unique designs every day since 2008. You can snag their shirts for only 24 hours, starting at midnight. Hey, 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 you! Missing a shirt from the past and want to get it again? Head to the T-Fury Gallery, where you can buy some old designs still in print and vote on others to come back from the dead. You know, I like to say zombie style. Every two to four weeks, T-Fury adds more designs to their gallery, so be sure to keep an eye out for the return of your favorite shirts. T-Fury shirts cover all your favorite topics and fandoms. They got everything from gaming, sci-fi, anime, TV, movies, pop culture, and more. Their T-shirts change daily, so check back as often as you'd like. Also, feel free to get a life if you're not able to uh, check in that much. I don't think anybody's going to hate you for it. Also, don't forget about the T-Fury after-hour sale. If you miss the day's shirt by only a little, they keep the sale going into the wee hours of the morning just for you check out tfury.com backslash nerdist and see what today's shirt is all about guys that is advertising hey guys welcome to episode 92 of the jv club after a very long holiday break i can't remember if i took two back-to-backers last year but uh feels like i kind of forgot how to podcast for a second i'm so happy to get back into the swing of things with our wonderful guest Kimmy Gatewood of the Apple Sisters and more. Um, delighted to have had her on. I want to get into some shout outs. Um, I want to thank for their emails over the break Roberto, Greg, Michelle M, sweet Michelle M, Carolina. Um, loved all of your descriptions of other things that you were doing while you were listening to the podcast, including guys, a 1000 piece Star Wars puzzle. Boy, you are in the right place with this podcast. Uh, Kevin, your wonderful email, Kwame, uh, Jennifer, Matt, some good um, musical related uh, music related emails I got. Uh, And I just want to throw a special shout out into my dears, Richard and Theo in New Zealand. Um, I wanted to say thanks again to Alexis for her wonderful picture that she gave to me at the Sacramento Anime Convention over this last weekend. And uh, Jonathan B., I want to congratulate you on your new book. On Facebook, I want to shout out Megan C., Kevin C., Kenneth uh, M., and uh, Celestina on Nerdist, of course, Alec, Amy, PJ, Todd, and Nicole for Annie Lapin's page. I'm very excited to say I'm going to this opening for Annie Lapin's uh, latest round of paintings here in Los Angeles on the 11th. If anybody's in town, they want to pop in and see her amazing extraordinary work in person, I welcome you to do so. It's at the Honor Fraser Gallery. Uh, again, to reiterate, I hope everyone had a wonderful holiday break. I certainly did. Uh, even though I was working on Sketchfest the whole time, I was able to do a little bit of traveling and um, just to, to bounce back over to what I was saying before about being at the Sacramento Anime Convention. That was also a real treat. Met some wonderful folks. If you uh, met me there and are, are starting out with this episode of the podcast as your first, I welcome you in. I think that's it, guys. Um, looking forward to the countdown to the 100th episode for which I have absolutely nothing planned. But uh, hopefully somewhere in there, something good will come together. Although, listen, it's happening right around Sketchfest times. And as you well know by now, Sketchfest uh, takes up about 18 hours of every single 24-hour period of my of my days and my life. So um, be well. I'll talk to you soon. And uh, take care. Now entering Nerdist.com.
Yeah, there's so. Oh, listen, no testing needed. I went ahead and pre-tested. I pre I pre-screened. Of course, look at your carpet. I pre-screened. Perfect. I TSA pre-screened. Um, yeah, like all of the things that uh, we talked about before we started podcasting were all things that I would have totally sissed out on with you on the podcast. Not the least of which was you're wearing Japanese tights. Yeah, so Japanese tights. Tights that you got in Japan. Um, this is one of five pairs, though. There's splatter paint. There's cats in boxes. There's of course there is. <laughs> what where this, aren't cats in Japan? Like cats in boxes, cats in teacups, yeah. cats in baskets, cats in ice cream cones. I think I have like a, a little Japanese pin that has a cat inside of an ice cream cone. Like you know they like to do that. Like I let's eat some cats. Cats inside of sushi. Cats as food. Cats as food. Maybe I've even talked about this on the podcast before. But the the obsession with like we love food, we love cats. We don't want to eat cats, but we do like looking at cats as if we're going to eat them. <laughs> right. Do you know what's awesome about Japanese people too? They love being Japanese, and they will talk to you about being Japanese. <gasps> Is that you. was that your experience? Yeah, absolutely. I so want to go. They're like, oh, you have to have a Japanese food. We're going to a Japanese restaurant. Oh, you know, yes, so every other word is like yes. Nippon, Nippon, which means Japan. It's wonderful. Awesome. <laughs> Why like, not be proud? Because what a yeah. remarkable, gorgeous, and amazing, and highly intelligent country full of people. You would think. I gotta get but there. then there's vending machines everywhere. <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> the whole Beer thing vending so machines. Fascinated by. <laughs> Who was talking about this? I was just talking about this. Uh, oh, I was doing a panel at this uh, Comic Con that I just went to in Sacramento, and this girl who had just gotten back from Japan was describing. She was, she was talking about cats, and yeah. she said that there was a a businessman, a very distinguished businessman, yeah. on a train yeah. that she was on, and. Every once in a while, she would hear like a meow. And <laughs> at some point, she realized it wasn't, she was like, maybe it's his phone. But at some point, she realized that I love the story so much. I'm so glad that you brought up everything about the Japanese stuff. I, I never, I, w- I never like have a story in mind to tell, but this is very exciting. Um, she would hear a meow. And eventually, she realized that this man was compulsively just meowing after each time they announced to stop, he would meow. And then she said that when he got up to leave, he attached to his business suit, had a tail. No. A cat yes. Tail. Oh, my God. A cat tail just coming out from the back of his business suit. Did you see my reaction? I went, no. And I went, yes. Yes, of course. That makes perfect sense. No. Yes, of course that makes sense. <laughs> Isn't that wonderful? It is wonderful. So well, they strange. have, they're called host bars. So there's this place, there's a maid bar and there's this place called uh, Don Quixote, which is eight stories tall, just a store. So there's like one level, electronics, second level, kitchen, third level, just like Santa outfits, sexy Santa outfits oh, everywhere. You need a whole floor for that. <laughs> and then on the top floor, there's this girl band who's got 50 members and 12 of them perform. Some of them do television. Some of them do these like the top of Don Quixote like store right and then below that there's a cafe where the girls dress up like maids and you come in and they're like hello how are you whatever I've read about that yes and then they will treat you nice super nice they'll give Mm -hmm. you a lot of attention it's like it's like a host bar or whatever and some there's also some that treat you really mean like like that's the idea like it's yeah it's themed to but to the point of ever like theme park theme like yeah super Disneyland out like 
very specific, right? Like this is the place where the girls all wear red wigs. That's all. Yeah. Just they all wear red. You know what I mean? Like, That's specifically just Tokyo, specific. I guess, though. Yeah. It's really sure, specific. Sure, sure, sure. That's And there fair. was a guy, we were just walking down the street and there was a guy just in a full baby outfit. Yep. Just a, you know, full onesie. Get out there just, in your get up. He had a teddy bear and he was just... Amazing. I love, I wish you could see what Kimmy's doing because she's sort of making him lumber like with purpose. Like, oh, uh, got somewhere to be. Kind of grouchy looking. Grouchy baby. Amazing. How long were you in Japan? We were there for two weeks. Yeah. It was awesome. I How recent was go. this? Uh, right at Thanksgiving. Okay. So I, we were going to go, me and my husband were going to go last April to see cherry blossom season. And then we had to move it to September. And then a good fortune happened upon me. And then we had to move it again to Thanksgiving. So Wow. You finally got there though. God, that's so exciting. <laughs> okay. So, okay. Let's get back to the tights. ASAP. Uh, mm-hmm. Splatter paint tights. Yes. Uh, cat in cat box. In box. Uh, letters. Bl- black like tights letter. with white letters. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, flowers. In case you need to spell out a message. Yeah, they they say boy on one leg and girl on the other leg, and then just nonsense, and then you have to kind of find a word. Amazing word search. And then the last pair of tights. Oh, geez, I can't even remember what they look like. Can I tell you something? What? I have a theory that in any list of anything more than three, yeah. you always forget one. Yeah. That happens to be every time. Like, oh, I saw three movies. No, three I can handle. I saw four movies Mm -hmm. over the break. Mm -hmm. And then I will remember three. And I definitely will forget one. There's just no way to not forget one thing. There's no way. When you get all those screeners, you're like, which ones did you see? And I'm like, I I don't know. I saw Saving Mr. Banks, Mud, um, 12 Years a Slave, and then the the other ones. (laughs) I haven't even watched a screener. Whatever the four. Yeah. You remember three. Uh, I haven't watched any of those guys. Just in case you're wondering what uh, Kimmy means by screeners. Um, we are the lucky recipients of several screener like DVD copies for voting for the SAG Awards. Mm-hmm. Um, Which basically gives you permission to walk in during Christmas and go, who do you love? Paris? Yeah. You know? Here's some free stuff. <laughs> Even though they're very stringent about writing notes that are like, do not let anyone who is not a member of SAG read that or watch this. I, I just narrate it to my, I just want this to make clear to the SAG committee that I just narrate what's the SAG happening. committee does monitor this They do podcast. not watch the yeah. movies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just walk them through every single frame <laughs> yeah. as I remember it. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. What was the other thing I wanted to say? You were wearing very, you have a very cute pixie haircut. Then there was something you. else that we were talking about that I was like, I don't know why we're not talking about this on the podcast. France and bubble France, water, bubble and water, this soda streams, soda streams. <laughs> carpets. You receiving uh, a box of goodies from the UPS and being oh, really yeah. excited. So this, yeah. do your parents okay. send you this stuff? How did, uh, how did you so, come to have this? These are shoeboxes full of awkwardness. So yeah, so I I went back for Christmas this year, which we hadn't been since we got married. So it's been about a year and a half. Mm-hmm. And what's back? What's home? Back, for Christmas? Uh, Maryland. Got it. Maryland, a little town called Spencerville, Maryland. Okay. Oh, this is sorry. This is my grandmother's obituary. I, I, You're welcome. <laughs> I apologize for my. I had. I did like a huh, what? because right because above I, my grandmother. Well, is a black man. Well, in general, I was just surprised because this is clearly these the pictures are of that like this picture of your this is is this your grandmother? Yeah, Shirley Owens. Yeah. So her, the picture of her is so old that I yeah. I couldn't imagine what this was going to be that pertained to you. Right. That was all. That was what I was right, surprised right, right. about. <laughs> um, how sweet though her little. I know. 
Mm-hmm. So I wore her wedding dress because she eloped. I wore her wedding dress, which is like a little T-length dress, to my rehearsal dinner. How beautiful. So, and then I wore that? my mom's dress to, oh, on my wedding day. That's so great. Which I never thought that I would be so sentimental. But then as soon as I got married, all of a sudden I was struck with this sentimentality and just this like overwhelming desire to take care of my husband and i'm like family is important (laughs) to you that's so interesting is your your parents stay together no they're not together they got divorced when i was 20 her wedding dress i don't think my mom i don't think my mom had her wedding you should ask her i mean you never know because i don't think it would fit me to be honest she's very small listen my mom got married when she was 19 years old so i did not fit in that dress i just took out the zipper and let it kind of stretch you know excellent backless it was a you know very smart (laughs) very smart so anyway i went home for christmas and my mom is probably going to be selling the house in a couple of years so she brought these just boxes of shit you know and I like there's pictures. She cannot throw things out. She can. This is me as Garth. Amazing. <laughs> Let's please set world. that aside. Anything that gets discussed, I have to now put on the Facebook page. Okay. So I won't discuss too many of them. I have to say this is spot on Garth. <laughs> Thank you. Real you, hair. It's my real hair. You really look oh, like him. Oh, my God. So my husband went through and just immediately got rid of all the out of focus pictures, the poorly framed pictures. Cause I was like, I don't want to look at him, you know, cause oh, I'll be like, I want to keep nice him. Of him. So he just went it's through a good and, marriage right there. Oh, he's the best. Um, but he, so he did that for me. And what I realized looking back, it's like as a teenager, every picture you take is so important to you. And like, I would even draw like eyes. If they had red eyes, I would draw their yeah. eyes black. So we all looked like, <laughs> great cross-eyed didn't do it very well like, yeah. like, exactly. terrible but i was like i need angel in this picture you yeah know? oh <laughs> so i just picked a few right on on um top um these weird ones because you can always tell the older ones because they're smaller than the the 35 oh, yeah. millimeter this is ones a really, you know this is a very specific size what is it three by five or something uh yeah this is a very so. cute this is this is you in uh halloween Possibly no that's not. um just school going to spirit school. Great. I was um, a spaz in high school. Big Love spaz. It. Love it. I won school spirit. I was the SGA president. I was in the marching band. I was in the jazz band. I was in theater. <laughs> okay. She's a, a busy problem. girl. So, but this picture of you, you have a painted on mouse ear, well, mouse face or a some panther. Cat face. That's a panther. panther. Great. Of course it is. <laughs> look, I used threatening. to write on the back of my photos too. You can look at that too. Oh, this is yes. me as Garth August or August, October 31st, 1992. Okay, oh, this is 92, real. you with all your presents. I see a giant Pluto back there. It looks very oh, promising. Oh, oh, I know what I did. All I my took, presents. I love it. 1225, a, Christmas Day. It's an early selfie, I guess. I should let you look at that. And that, yeah, I got those Pluto slippers. You received a rose. Me and my first rose from Dave, <laughs> 1995. <laughs> uh, amazing. <laughs> Me and my first rose. Uh, you know what's confusing Dave. is that the the this got to be fun for the people listening because they can't see anything. But <laughs> the you know there's a timestamp on the thing and it says twelve eighteen ninety four. Do you think that it was just like wrong? Oh, I wonder. Or are you a big liar to yourself? Maybe, maybe. Here's you standing with uh, President Clinton holding a saxophone. Yeah, cut no, out that, I honestly people. just thought of you when I. <laughs> Amazing. When I was like, "All oh, right, remember when Bill Clinton was awesome and played the saxophone?" <laughs> I do remember that. Is this your prom picture? Yup. Amazing long. The guys, I mean, I will post. Certainly, will post this one. Uh, the most amazing long white gloves that have absolutely nothing to do with the rest of the outfit. It is a short 
spaghetti strap, glittery blue sequiny dress <laughs> with very long indeed, very long white gloves, but then black hose, black uh, black shoes. I mean, right? <laughs> Don't need to tie that together with anything. Wonderful. Got no sense of style. Side note, I probably would wear that dress tomorrow, <laughs> so... This is okay. I'm not going to keep no. talking about all these pictures right. because uh, I want to get into some other stuff. But yes, I do want to, as long as we're talking about Maryland, Maryland. Um, what? Uh, let's get. I mean, I'm diving right in. Twelve minutes in, so but we'll, <laughs> I'm sure we'll be all over the place. Where? Uh, where in Maryland? And what was your familial structure like? Um, I'm from sorry, Spencerville, Maryland, which is 20 minutes north of D.C. and like and south of Baltimore. So it's kind of in the middle. It was very rural. Mm-hmm. So there's horses in the backyard. There was like a peach orchard. And then it's slowly kind of building up now. I remember when we got a McDonald's. Peach orchard. I know. Oh, make, when the McDonald's came in, I was like, McDonald's is here. Oh, <laughs> it was no. Best, you know? Yeah. You can feel like a normal kid, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. Um, and I have one brother who's younger, who's two years younger than me, and one sister who's six years younger than me. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, my brother currently has five kids, and my sister has two one in the way. Five so. kids? You're bro. Yeah. Busy guy. My mom and dad got married when they were 19 and 20, had me at 21. Um, my, dad, my dad was 19, my mom was 20, and she had me at 21. So, and then my brother, same thing, he got like married pretty early and had kids my sister same thing and then i'm just like like this crazy old yeah. lady who's like i just i don't i want to be a theater yeah <laughs> well so and so you're so it is your full blood sister that doesn't make sense but like it's not a half sister even though it's six years different your parents were together that long yes and then when did they split up when i was 20 oh okay. i was this was it was the craziest year because i was in london studying abroad in college and I was dating this guy, and on Valentine's Day, he dumped me, which was strike number one. Then my mom called and said my great-grandmother had died. Strike two. Then <laughs> she said my great-grandfather had died. I was like, I'm in London. Oh. And then she says, oh, and your dad and I are getting a divorce. And I was like, wah, wah, wah. Wow. What <laughs> do you do with that? Inf- I can't- in a way, was it almost like freeing to sort of be so far away and in such a different environment from where you were, I mean, obviously getting broken up with on Valentine's Day is its own misery, but I don't know. It's almost like, but also I feel like I'm not even letting you answer. I also feel like the burden of bad news, I almost like to get it all at once because in a weird way, they start to cancel each other out. It's just this rolling wave of like, listen, I can only feel so bad. Yeah. So I guess I'm just going to feel horrible about all this stuff at the same time. Yeah. Because I can't fit. There's no, I can't fit any more like weirdness feeling about it, you know? Yeah. We have. I, yeah, I, I think probably also it was better that I was away because I think it would have hit me so much harder had I been there because you would have seen the crying and the sadness. And like my sister really took it the worst when my parents lit up. Well, like, sure. If she was only she was like 13 or, or whatever. 14, yeah. yeah. So she she had yeah, it the worst. She's really, I think like she's still burdened by that, you know. But I, I did. I feel like I was just kind of like, OK, well, I'm an adult now, so... it was just weird because you left home um i don't know how old the uh, people who are listening to this podcast is all over all over but you know when you leave home to go to college you're like you expect to go back for like christmas or thanksgiving you're going back home and suddenly when i was coming back for christmas it was like where's home now because mom and dad are in different places and yeah it was really it took forever 
to adjust to that. And I don't know why. I think because we didn't have a system. I was just away and then I had to kind of figure yeah. it out. Yeah, fumble your way through like what that meant for the holidays. And yeah, stuff. Exactly. Did they stay on good terms? Yeah, my mom is actually like watching my dad's house right now while he's in Peru. Oh, that's with very his wife. good term. Oh, that's very, very good terms. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, and they're both still there in the in the Maryland area. Yeah, the, my mom's still in the house I grew up in, and my dad is like near my high school, so okay. they're still near each other. Yeah. When you were, I, I can only ask this as a fan of The Wire. It's been a long time. <laughs> the Wire, but like, were you aware, like, in the way that? friends of mine who grew up in this far, far suburbs or like someplace, you know, an hour south of Detroit or whatever Mm -hmm. in a more kind of idyllic area or whatever. Did you have a sense of Baltimore as being the sort of dangerous Baltimore that a lot of us know it to be? Or did you think of it as just like not one thing or another? I, I liked it because there's, do you know about the inner Harbor? Do you know the inner Harbor place? It's like, I think so. It's like, it's really beautiful. It's where, you know, boats are there and it's all these restaurants around a Harbor. And that's like a pretty nice part of town. And when I was in high school, I worked at a party store Mm -hmm. and I threw kids birthday parties. You worked at a party store. That really (laughs) comes in line already with like a lot of the things you said and shown me about. I'm such a cheese ball. Uh. I'm so (laughs) cheesy. Like I just love birthday parties and I love like, I have no issue with any of that. That all sounds great. And um, so I would go to the Inner Harbor. I worked up near Baltimore, and and then I would do parties um, as Pepper the Pirate um, (laughs) on a pirate ship in the Inner Harbor. (laughs) Amazing. I mean, I knew that there were like trannies up there, and there were a lot of drug problems, but... I wasn't in the too aware. Marvelous party pirate world that you were <laughs> taking. Part. Wait, okay, so back up a second. DC the was pirate, actually the scarier place. Well, that was my next question. Yeah, yeah, was yeah. sort of wedged between two places that are both moneyed in some ways and mm. sort of cultured in some ways, and then also a, a bit more dangerous and like a lot of kind of disparate values between how you know the lower classes are treated and mm-hmm. what they're put through versus like the kind of. Um, political machine of the other side well you really see it in dc like extreme because it's a quadrant basically there's like northwest northeast southwest southeast and like northwest is where all of dc is and that's where it's like clean picture perfect super safe at night then you go to southeast and it's like you are gonna get raped you know it's like it's the the lower class and then none of the politicians actually live in dc they all live in the suburbs around so it there's like there's not money like really going in yeah as much as you would think but i like went to i went with my friend lindy to see a show i think showboat or something down in dc and we were in southeast we were going by and i had this 1980 cult 1982 cult and it just went the death rattle dead and we were both wearing like our theater clothes so we were like short skirts like flowery dresses and i was like we are gonna die tonight (laughs) and what ended up happening is you know before cell phones we found a taxi stand like a taxi dispatch just like down the road so you're walking like in the middle of this crazy like you know four lane highway and it's all like loops and stuff and um the taxi dispatch like helped us get in touch with our parents and stuff so we could get a That's jump good <laughs> i remember being so scared that i was like you gotta keep it together like there's no one else that could take care of you when before this sounds so stupid and old-fashioned but before cell phones i was like how did i manage like, no but it's I true my cell phone. it's absolutely true there is so much yeah i don't know 
I definitely, I, I do feel like an old person in that way because I also wonder, like, people who have just grown up with cell phones, if it ever occurs to them. To make a plan? Well, <laughs> no, you don't need one. No, you don't need one. No, you just so need to text your friends. No. No. <laughs> no, but just like, I mean, there is, I feel, I'm trying to remember if there was, I guess there's just no point of reference. I'm, tr- I'm trying to remember if there was stuff where, that like, if the, if at any time in my uh my teenagerhood if I was able to kind of pull back from my own experience and go like oh I can't believe like what would it have been like to not you know what I mean I feel like I vaguely remember my own parents telling me about how you would like call someone and it would be like Pennsylvania 65,000 like you would talk (laughs) to an operator and you would get connected but I'm just trying to remember if I had that kind of presence of mind the way that I feel like I wonder about people that are younger now that have always had cell phones being like dude you know they used to not have these or like what would you do and i kind of get an ex- i kind of have the experience of of that with like coming into show business right and it but was like show. Yes. when people yeah. <laughs> talk about how you would have to call your answering service to find out oh, like if you had an yes. audition or you know you would get things faxed to you because mm-hmm. there wasn't email and stuff i just think that's so interesting i had to go pick up my sides in new york you did. I had a voicemail that they would call. And oh, then, there you go. See, I, would, no, no, I was I started so late that I just never had anything like that. Yeah, in 2000, I moved to New York and I had a voicemail. My voicemail number was 212-560-5695. Of course, you still know yep, it. Please, I encourage all of you to call yeah. it and bother yeah, whoever it is. <laughs> I wonder what's going on with that voicemail yeah. or who it is. Um, but I would call it like obsessively because there was, I didn't, you had to pay extra for the beeper that would alert you if you had a voicemail. Uh-huh. And I was like, I don't think I money. So I got to imagine walking around with a beaver strapped on yep Amazing. and then you would like bzz, if you got a um, uh, audition you know Amazing. and you would just send your headshot through backstage and it was grueling man yeah no kidding <laughs> and it's new york which is like grueling in a different way mm-hmm. on its own yeah Ay. totally but it was awesome like to think back and then i remember i had a i finally got a cell phone and i you know had the little like flip cover and i pulled out the antenna <laughs> yeah oh for sure the antenna <laughs> I can't believe we're being like cute about the antenna part of cell phones when like we didn't even have cell phones for a while. Now that seems quaint. Yeah. Like, oh, we pulled the out the little antenna. Isn't that adorable? Aren't we adorable? Amazing. Now we can do everything on yeah. our phones. Yeah, I love it. I think oh, it's the greatest yeah. thing. It's pretty great. I'm not going to complain about it for yeah. one second. No way. Um, you talking about your uh, high school or your your post uh, high school like coming back home to visit family and stuff over the yeah. holidays did remind me that this is I mean this is certainly my first podcast of the new year I want to wish you a happy new year happy new year I wish everyone listening happy new year happy new year I guys. also want to find out how your most recent holidays were oh I thank you for asking so since we hadn't been back since our wedding in 2012. It was like, we have to see everybody. So we saw, it was our like friends with kids tour, basically. Mm-hmm. We got in, our flight was delayed. We went up to Connecticut to see some friends who are having a kid. Then we went to New York to visit some old friends who have kids or are currently are going to have kids soon. Uh-huh, mm-hmm. And then we went to Matt's parents' house. So Connecticut, New York. Then it's convenient Meg- that it's all this is East Coast pocket. Huh? Totally. Then Megabus down to New York or uh, Philadelphia, where Matt's from. I don't know what Megabus is. Megabus. It's 15 bucks one way to go from New York to Philadelphia. How Dynamite. long does it take? 
two hours. And it's like not, is it janky? Is it like greyhoundy? It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I enjoyed the couple behind us who were talking. They really had the most deep thoughts about nothing. I wish I could. I think I was tweeting what they were saying. <laughs> so yeah. you can check my Twitter from whenever they had was the 22nd. That. And then we had a party every single day. I was hungover on Christmas Day because the minute that Matt's dad had a party for us when we arrived. Just a welcome party with all of his friends. Mm-hmm. Then the next day was Christmas Eve, so everybody came. And we were drinking and drinking and drinking until 2 in the morning. And then everybody slept over, 18 people at the house. Oh, my. Then we had Christmas. They started blasting music. This is how the morning goes at the Johnson household. <laughs> 6.45 in the morning, you start to hear people like rustling around. 6.45 in the morning. 7 o'clock in the morning. You hear, so this is Christmas. The last thing, the the loudest it can possibly go. And I was just like, I want to die. I don't don't feel Christmas spirit. I don't feel the Christmas spirit. I I was drinking these like craft beers that were 11% alcohol. Okay, that'll do it. Yeah, that'll do it because that's basically like drinking like just a bottle of wine by yourself at the end of the <laughs> night. You know what I mean? Like, like yeah, stupid. that's a dehydrator times yeah. a million. And oh, okay. So then after that, there was a party with the other side of the family. Then we went down to Maryland to see my sister who lives in Virginia now. My brother who lives in Virginia as well. So his sister. And then we went to go see my brother. They're not speaking. And then oh, I no. hung out. I know. And then I hung out with my mom. Then I went through these pictures on Monday, and that's when we left. So that is a like, whirlwind. That talk about I can't, I sound eleventy when I say this too, but like talk about needing a vacation from your vacation. <laughs> but that sounds 11-D. exhausting. Well, as soon as men, I got on the the plane, and this is something I would suggest to anyone who's going back to Christmas from now on, is just say, this is not a vacation, it's a family obligation. This is not a vacation, it's a family obligation. It's too bad that it has to feel like that, but I think for a lot of us, it really does, especially (laughs) with the amount of like, okay, we're going to do this, then we're going to see these people, then we're going to, because you don't really get to like settle in anywhere. No. that's And that's kind of stressful. No. So it was fine, because we went in there, and there was like plane delays, there were trip hiccups, we were like, whatever, man. It's yeah, a family obligation. <laughs> it's a family obligation. We don't have to expect this to be easy breezy. Yeah, that's a good attitude. So, a solid attitude. So uh, it was a it was a fun it was a fun trip back though, exhausting and also like just brutally bruised by booze and food. You know mm-hmm, what I mean? Mm-hmm, <laughs> delicious and not so delicious. Yep. Christmas Eve, seven fish night. Christmas Day, like I don't eat um, meat, but they had like just like meats and cheeses and fishes and it was yeah. insane. Sushi. There was sushi there. Oh, wow. Yeah, they really just like everything. What kinds of food are there? All of them? Let's do all that. All of them. Okay. Um, so what is all of them? Yeah. Forget what it says. Well, what, and, and do you tend to get into the kind of Christmas spirit? Like, do you enjoy holidays in that way? Do you like, because I'm thinking about this person who loves birthday parties and who loved <laughs> being a pirate. Pepper the pirate. On a pirate ship, a pirate ship. where people could have birthday mm-hmm. parties. Well, there was also um, Jingle the Jester and Princess Weepy. Oh, and Princess why do they, Weepy. Why do they call me Princess Weepy? Why? Because I weep. <laughs> you were doing sketch when you yeah. were in high school. Amazing. Yeah. For a living. Yeah. You were a paid sketch professor. It was like, you know, probably 12 bucks an hour, which I was like, I'm, I'm super rich. impressed. I'm super impressed. <laughs> so yeah, I, I do like, I like Christmas a lot, though. I feel like I've never really settled into Christmas, you know, because I always feel like I'm just like, 
buzzing around everywhere and yeah like in new york one year and then back home another year so you don't have your kind of like this is what yeah like this, this is what, what christmas, christmas means is to me. me yeah no no not really fair enough yeah fair i enough. think i just like celebrating in general so i'll just go where the party is hey, there you go <laughs> doesn't even have to be christmas um okay oh. so what so you were you were uh, you've been just you've described yourself as a spaz mm-hmm. um but obviously a responsible enough spaz that you had jobs when yeah. you were in high school, which yeah. is more than I could say for myself. I didn't they even occur to m- me to have a job, I don't think. When I, I, think I was I the first kid. My dad kid. wanted me to have one. He didn't. That's good. But you mm. were to focus on school. Were you yeah, good at I school? Think so. Yeah, I was that's yeah. good. Or I was, was like good pretending to be good in school. <laughs> the things that I wasn't good at yeah. and I was legitimately good at yeah. others. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um what was what were we just talking about? <laughs> oh, oh wait. just like the I job. guess it was just yeah, the 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 idea of you having this job. I think well, my family wasn't wealthy, but they weren't like poor poor, but there was a time when we were extremely poor because um my dad is a, con- a construction worker. He owns his own business. My mom worked for him and he fell off a roof uh oh, doing no. like repairing a, a roof. And so he busted his shoulder and then he broke his ankle. So he was like off he wasn't working for a long time and he was like, just like drugged up on morphine. It was like insane. I was like, I processing that as like a 15 year old where I could be like, if I was one year older, I could drive everyone around, you know, yeah. I felt helpless. So yeah. like then my friend, you know, offered to like, uh, they said, do you want to work at this? Like, birthday place called once upon a birthday and i was like yes i do it's and called then, once upon a birthday, upon a birthday. and then i also wonderful. got another job this sounds like a show i know then i got another job working at the silver diner which is a is a 50s theme diner of course it is <laughs> i would do dangerous fucking things like like serve food on roller skates like they did that coffee. yeah 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 but that wasn't a part of the thing i just decided <laughs> that that's what i should do like i was just like this would be awesome if i was <laughs> like, to the task. <laughs> so I, love it. I had these hot plates and there's like you know like children sit like in front like yeah. at the end of booths or whatever like i would just be one <laughs> skates and nothing that ever happened no no but i was eventually just like you know what i should probably not it's just like a bad idea (laughs) we're like serving hot coffee Mm. oh my god were there any near misses that caused you to be like "Mm." yeah yeah i had like because i would pride myself on how many plates i could carry out because you know you always try on roller skates of course of course of course so i I had like three on one arm like two on the other right Mm -hmm, and i put mm -hmm. them down and i was like well and there's a child there and i was like I mean, I know this is this is probably wrong. We should probably stop doing this. Oh, but still, God, yeah, you really had the commitment to the task. Yeah, hundred percent. So, yeah. So anyway, that's why I had very a job. well adjusted. It sounds all so high energy and positive. <laughs> me? Well, I think that's probably me just not getting dark. You know uh-huh. what I mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> Do we have to talk about dark uh, stuff? <laughs> I mean, we don't have to. We certainly don't have to. Although now I'm curious. About- <laughs> well, no, I'm interested because I because I I'm always interested in how I'm interested in how like heavy things affect uh, adolescence because I feel like we're so disconnected from mortality and stuff that when yeah. something bad happens to someone, even just in the case of your dad having that accident, you brought it up, but like the idea of 
how much we're able to kind of process that as young people and how much of it is like, well, that happens still, even when it's one of your parents or one of your family members, that, that whether there's this room where we are, we're able to remove ourselves from it in some way that's like, this happens to other people, but it still isn't really about me. Does that yeah. make sense? Yes. Even though my father was like laid up in a hospital or whatever, I was kind of like, yeah, then my dad's in a hospital and that's just normal. And <laughs> Bad things happen to other people, but we're dealing with yeah, it, you know? Yeah, Maybe that never changes. I think so. I'm sure I'm a super victim of that. I'm sure if you were to psychoanalyze this podcast, you'd be like, yeah, she pushes everything aside pretty well. <laughs> to be a pirate. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I think, I think that's how I was processing everything because um, I was like the first, like I'm first kid who went to college. My brother and sister didn't even really finish college. My sister's trying to finish it now, you know, and she's approaching 30, but, um, she, I guess I just kept my head down always. And I don't really know where that came from. Cause I was the only one in my family who kind of did that. It was hmm. just like, keep your head down, keep working, work, 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 throw yourself into your work. Yeah. I don't know why that happened to me as probably like an 11 year old throw yourself into your work well yeah because you you were so active like you were saying it and i'd love to talk more about that too in high school all the different groups that you belong to and did you feel like that came from you there was no pressure from your parents to kind of be involved in all those activities no because when i was even lamer when i was applying for college i applied for biomedical research and theater And I said, well, if I get into Syracuse, I'll go to theater because it's an audition and the gods will let me know or whatever, you know. And I got into both schools, so I decided to be theater. My my parents were just like, yeah, cool, man, whatever, do it. That's cool to yeah. have, yeah, because those are two vastly different things, and right. it's amazing one has that a both your parents future, were. and the other one is, you know, you're going to be the weird kid in New York and LA. <laughs> some would say, some would say, uh, it's worked out fine for you, but. Um, so, okay, so where did, what, like, I mean, you talked about going to see a musical mm-hmm. with your friend. What kind of, just tell me more about, like, kind of who you were in high school in terms of what you were into and who you liked and oh what your God. friendships were like. Were you super social? Did you have, like, a small group of friends? I had a good, I, I hung out with the theater people mostly, and mm-hmm. we would play laser tag in the Amazing. back, or flashlight tag, sorry. We play with laser tag, too. We play flashlight tag in the back, and uh, ultimate frisbee sometimes, and a lot of dodgeball. Square central. No drinking, no smoking, no drugs. <laughs> so this was like, not a theater group of kids that were, like many of my theater friends, getting very high and like listening to a lot of But music. I think that's my MO, is I think that was going on. People were having sex, doing drugs, drinking, but I had no idea. Interesting. No, I could not yeah. see it. Like, because I was like, we're just playing dodgeball, you know? Yeah. So... Yeah, I hung out with those guys, and um, we liked monkeys. We thought monkeys were funny. Like, like, like monkeys, just, just monkeys. We thought they were hilarious. <laughs> I mean, I guess a lot of people do feel that monkeys are funny. I mean, I do feel like I see images of monkeys wearing yeah. people's clothes yeah. with glasses on, <laughs> holding notepads yeah. on t-shirts. Really sure, great. sure. Um, yeah, we just used to do a lot of things that like, 
at my house because I had a big backyard that was totally dark. There was so we would play flashlight tag there. We'd go to the park. We'd so play flashlight tag. Yeah. I apologize for yawning, guys. I it is six p.m. and I warned Kimmy that if she came over any later, I would be like comatose because <laughs> I have horrible jet lag. It's been the flip side of it. And we'll go back to you asap. Is that the, the flip side of it? Is that I I really enjoy getting up when it's dark. Only because I know it's not going to last. Like, I know this is temporary. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to enjoy what is novel about it. And I do feel like I knock out, because of Sketchfest, so much work before the workday starts for, like, agents and managers and stuff that I feel like I've gotten a lot in hand. But the downside of that is that, seriously, at, like, 7 o'clock... I start thinking, when can I go to bed? And at around nine, I'm like, oh, okay, I can go to bed yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Like, this is the time that five-year-olds are being put to bed. I could probably go to bed. Somebody's going to bed right now. <laughs> anyway, um, I apologize for the on. But uh, but what were we just saying? Uh, we were talking about my friends in high school. Yeah, the, the people that you hung out with in high school. I hung the... out with a lot of boys. Oh, laser tag. That's what yeah, I want to ask was tag. flashlight oh, yeah. tag. Flashlight I wanted to, tag. I wanted to be reminded... So you play flashlight. That's a fun game, right? You play flashlight tag in the dark. You basically play hide and seek. Okay. And you have to kind of run around, but if they get you with the flashlight, then you're out. Right? It's fun. So it's hide and seek in the, dark in the dark with a flashlight. And then if they catch you, you I mean you're... hide and seek is pretty thrilling on its own. Oh, so fun. But you have to so there's a base and you're everyone's hiding, they have the flashlight, and you're trying to get back to the base without being caught. I mean, do we need to like how recently have you played flashlight tag? Oh, it's been a really long time. It feels I like would, it could be really fun with a bunch of people that we both know. I would love to do that. I would love to do that. And I heard you talking about a sleepover in one of our other podcasts. And I was like, yeah, I mean, all that kind of stuff. I'm still, yeah, (laughs) I I really like just doing childish things. Oh, you know what I realized? I was having this thought and I'm so glad I get to share it with someone because I'm going to a lot of baby showers recently and all the baby showers are like themed ridiculous now. Like they're so silly, like unicorns or like, like things that were like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. And what I realized about baby showers is that you are, it's acceptable to regress back to your childhood loves because you're having a baby. Like yeah. you can't have a birthday party. You can, but it's not as acceptable. So yeah. I feel like when you, a woman has a baby shower that's seen like that, you're seeing like her as like, like a but, little kid. But you know? I think that's right on the money. But I'm, I'm, I guess what I want to distinguish between is I do feel like people have kind of kooky parties at least in LA and New York mm-hmm. but but that there's some sort of like we're all just going to pretend like this is ironic or maybe <laughs> right. it is ironic but for right. some of us it's not right. but are you saying that the baby showers themselves are not ironic at they're, this point they are like fully celebrating unicorns like yeah, there feels I, I feel like it's very authentic okay least, because they're like you get to pick whatever theme you want it's yeah like, but I just love colors and yeah colors, yeah and, and it's like nice. cool because it's for a kid so it's like oh it's just for the kid you know yeah you can kind of, if you're not, if you don't want to wear that badge of honor, you can right. brush it off on the child. And then for those of us who don't have kids yet, we can't hide behind that. Okay, we can't hide. We just, we love, just have to. We just love monkeys. But so I mean, much. like the last, yeah, we just have to love our monkeys <laughs> and own it. But a couple of years ago, I can't remember if I talked about this on the podcast before, but I had a birthday party like during the day in the park with like, I may, there may have been a pinata, I don't remember. Yeah. But that because I realized that I didn't feel like, if I have like a night party at a bar, I would not see or talk to anyone. I would be yelling to be heard. It just started to feel like, well, what a, if I'm going to have a birthday party? I, I feel like I should have one that is a success in the way that I would want it to be a success, which is like running around outside like idiots. 
Right, hugging your friends, hugging your friends, not getting like sitting on a blanket and or whatever. Chips, yeah. Um, That's what I hate about birthday parties now. It's just like I don't want to drink anymore. Yeah. <laughs> you have to like tell people that, and it's like, well, what part are you? And it's like, oh, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I don't like. Anymore. I don't really go, especially in LA. I just don't go to a party to drink anymore. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, and then somehow like either the party is less fun or you're less fun to the party but what are you <laughs> right. gonna do or you're just sitting in the corner eating cake it's fine i'm yeah. fine no, with that i'm good i'm totally I'm fine good. with this cake totally good <laughs> um okay so i'm and the pirate ship i'm not to okay but no, i'm please. fascinated by the pirate ship i have some little things we, if you need uh, more things to talk about I have oh i i will uh, we'll never run out of things to talk about <laughs> like that i feel sure but um the pirate ship yeah so there's something like that i think if not in LA, then somewhere I that, like somewhere I lived. Maybe certainly not Arizona because that's a desert. Uh, <laughs> must have been San Francisco. It was like the Dubai of Arizona. Does it, was, was like it like a, a how? Yeah, how, yeah. We had a really amazing man-made lake. Um, <laughs> how how authentic was it? Seeming oh, oh was it I mean, like a big ship. It was a big ship yeah, that like rich people could business. rent. Yeah, you know, and then they would have like their seven-year-old's birthday party there. And yeah, you're like you are spending so much money on your seven-year-old right now. I know that does sound like kind of a fun. Yeah, did you ever do any bar bat mitzvahs there? Uh, no, never did any bar mitzvahs. We only did birthdays, but we had served a lot of kosher pizza and kosher cupcakes. <laughs> Oh, yeah? So I was aware of the term kosher when yeah. I was in high school. But did you which, know what that really meant? Kind of. I, I was like, well, what does it mean? And they're like, it's just blessed cheese pizza. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> it's just blessed I, I don't know if that might be an oversimplification. <laughs> yeah, I think so. That's kind of wonderful. But, but I understood. I was like, okay, so some people want their cheese pizza blessed. Yeah. And I was very careful to keep everything separate, like kosher. Did you have religion growing up? Were your parents religious? I was confirmed in Catholicism. Okay. So I was raised Catholic because my dad's one of 13 children. And so my mom was Baptist and she converted to Catholicism for my dad. That's kind of a big deal. No? Yeah, it was. It was. It was a big deal. I mean, just because they're both pretty serious in what there's, what, what about being right and about there not being another right religion. I don't, don't know that about Baptists, oh, but okay. I, I, w- I yeah, used I, to I go really with my about. grandmother to the Baptist church and just because I really liked that they served at communion croutons and grape juice. It's great. <laughs> More snacky. Snacks. Yeah. But, uh, and then I went through like Sunday school and CCD, all that stuff. And um, what's CCD? CCD is like, a catholic school like you have oh, to go okay. after after school oh, you really do okay yeah for and like an hour a week study and stuff yeah you just talk about the bible okay. and stuff i don't really remember much from it other than like if i had to like perform something i'd be excited to, yeah to like a mike myers sketch like do coffee talk but for, for jesus you know sure sure <laughs> Um, and then I got confirmed and my mom was finally just like, yes, you don't have to go to church anymore. And I was like, yes. yeah, I hated it. So and she knew enough to be able to tell you like, don't worry, you don't have to do this anymore, which is kind yeah. of amazing. I don't know who's Hello, at the door at 620. Couldn't tell you. Gonna pause it. All right. Update guys. It was UPS. I got some new cycling shoes sent to me. Um, but also it was the guys who were repairing. I was just telling Kimmy the, uh, pipe in my 
yard that has tree roots in it. Everyone knows that's like the, you know what that is? That's like when that is, it's funny because it involves the same word. It's like everyone, even people who don't own a house somehow know that that's really bad news in the same way that telling someone you have to get a root canal is a bad, is bad news. (laughs) It's the same thing. You're like, nobody's going to go like, Oh, that's not such a big deal. (laughs) That, that, so yeah, there's, there's, there's some delicious roots in my pipes and they're having to replace part of the pipes and it's exorbitantly expensive. When you say root beer though, that's okay. I think. Oh yeah. If you have roots in your beer. No, that sounds terrible. Yeah, you're right. right. (laughs) Um, but I, when I went outside, it smelled like someone was cooking. I, it really mm-hmm. smelled like I someone was making a delicious home-cooked meal directly in oh. front of me, but there was no one there. I don't know what it is. But, Do you think uh, there's something going on in my car right now? <laughs> it's possible. They're, they're <laughs> cooking on your warm, like your your engine is still hot enough that they're cooking. They're like frying eggs on the top of your... <laughs> they would show that in Arizona where I'm from where it's get, it would get I so hot in the summers that. that they would show you like... Do not leave your child in the car when a car is so hot you can fry an egg. <laughs> Amazing. Did, Did they, they ever do try that in Baltimore? No, no. But I always... A, it seems like such an Arizona It's thing. so specifically Arizona. It's like the only image of Arizona that I had for a long time. You know, really? You're like, it's so hot. How? Eggs on the sidewalk. Oh, so you, you know so what I mean? Pe- so, yeah, because that is not a myth. That is 100% true. Wow. It does get that That's hot. It's so exciting. It's kind of crazy, isn't it? <laughs> I want to oh, see it. It's so stupid awful it's so stiflingly hot those negative a million right now on the east coast so yeah your tears can freeze on your face and at least you got back from the east coast oh man nobody can get anywhere yeah we worried about sketchfest Oh, right. So pe- people wouldn't be able to leave yeah. to come. But that's in a couple of weeks, right? Or a week it and is. A half and or we're, we're hoping, and a lot of people are LA bound. We're hoping that, um, that like maybe some people will come in a day early just mm-hmm. to be safe. And we're figuring all it's that out. It's going back up to 50. Don't even worry about it. That's reassuring. <laughs> You're Thanks. welcome. Thanks, and Weather that Kimmy. Was Rainy Storms <laughs> from Spencerville, Maryland. <laughs> because you also worked as a weather girl. That would be so amazing. <laughs> oh, man. Um, well, let me ask you this yeah. before we get into our MASH game. Okay. Uh, I do like to, I feel that we've covered actually quite a lot of territory. I do want to get a sense of what your love life was like when you were in high school. Oh, Boise. Did you have, have Boise's? Man, did I, I, I felt so strange, but I would just ask boys out, you know, all the time. Like I asked our trumpet player, uh, Brian Dewey, I think his name was. Were you in a band? I was in the marching band and the jazz band. Oh, that's right. You mentioned that because yeah. you were after school and you were in it. Yeah. And the and concert what did you play? band, trombone. <laughs> fantastic do you God. ever play trombone again with yeah, like apple I, sisters and stuff yeah apple sisters okay. and i Paul thought i had Tompkins a memory show. of that but yeah. i suddenly got nervous that i was wrong i'm one of the brastronauts and paul yeah. show and um and i play in bands like i was playing in this like rock band for a little while hot as sun out here yeah, that's so it's like great. one of those things you're like this is so embarrassing <laughs> as a child and then yeah. you're like it's now badass, it's super ca- yeah absolutely absolutely because <laughs> it's such a specific instrument to continue to play like I play guitar but everyone's like oh that's cool but like everyone well, <laughs> plays guitar you know what everything I mean? that you were embarrassed by as a child is super cool when you're older I would agree with that but do you think that was always true or do you think that that's part of the whole sort of like nerdy kind of t- we take back over sort of zeitgeist maybe I guess I guess yeah I'm making a sweeping statement about like no, but not I, think true, it's but... An, I think it's an appropriate statement for our time mm-hmm. I'm just trying to think if I agree that that would be true like for every for every era i don't even think of like computer geeks you know and like they're just like ah, like leaning over the computer i knew a couple of computer geeks and now 
they're yeah i guess they're super cool now like i saw him up in seattle and he's got yeah. a podcast now like, there you go tobin kazire yeah hey tobin if you're listening <laughs> shout out to tobin i can only assume he listens tobin. to this anytime he liked it he was into vampires oh. and coding he's Come done on. he's yeah the two most popular and important things in the world yep. so yeah my friends were into vampires and coding as well this was like one group of friends and that well, there was all one group so theater people things so specific and then there was one girl elizabeth johnson actually who lives out here now and she's gorgeous she was so skinny and really pale and in school and now she's like this gorgeous supermodel yeah. it's so crazy to me is she a vampire i think so. possibly possibly were you into vampires that doesn't seem like no, it fits no. at all with what you were into i thought it was weird i was like why are you guys into this yeah. weird vampire stuff okay so tell me so then who yeah. are the boys okay so the boys you would ask um, you asked out the trumpet player i asked the trumpet player like and i asked i have a really big crush on like ed this guy eddie who is the the drummer in the band <laughs> and like all the trumpet players basically i had a crush on oh you just went from trumpet player to trumpet player y- yeah i mean it was just but none of them would go out with me i didn't ha- i struck out all during like elementary school and middle school like i liked boys and i would i have uh, this really embarrassing story where i, I made a mixtape for this guy tom siafi in seventh grade and i gave him the tape and i played him aerosmith oh an aerosmith song and at the end of it, I said, Tom, will you go out with me? And then I, so I was waiting and waiting and waiting. And then I was playing tennis with my best friend and her boyfriend, Ian, and then Tom Siofi. And so we're, I serve the ball and then the, they just don't even return it. They walk up to the net and say, Tom says no. <laughs> where, okay, but so the question becomes, where did you get the pluck to yes. like keep, you know what I'm saying? I mean, that's what... That's probably why you're successful now and you're able to like get dust yourself off like with the things that are hard about show business because it just seems like I feel like I I'm trying to remember. I mean, I feel like I asked someone to go with me once and they said no. And I feel like I just didn't even come out of my shell for like two years after that. Like I was so I was so easily scarred, I think, from stuff like that. I love that you were just like, okay. And then like two weeks later, this is how I'm envisioning it in my head. I wish. I mean, that's a very romantic version of yeah. the plucky Kimmy Gatewood. I'm wonderful. Yeah. I don't care if you don't like me. I'm going to ask this other trumpetist. Well, I think I was just too, I, I, I don't want to say dumb is the right word, but I just, like, I think I was just not i didn't get it or something like but, i was like i'm gonna wear a tie to school because girls wear ties and i would wear like a tie because it was i thought it was in fashion or whatever that's great. It terrible i looked oh, terrible though. but i think i was just too kind of like my family's very stubborn all around so i think uh, that also translates into just like hard-headedness you know yeah. we don't get it yeah like, don't <laughs> bring a purse once a month to school without your friends, quotation mark, emptying the purse all over the cafeteria uh-huh. table. Okay. Tampon yeah. City. Tampon City, USA. Oh, God. So, okay, boys. So, I brought, there's a couple of, I, I think I was very aloof, and so I think, um, I would. I finally got a couple of boyfriends towards the end of um, high school. What, junior. Okay, year. so you would ask out boys that wouldn't want you, but then would you get asked out and you would say no? No, I was only asked out by two boys, and I said yes to both of them. <laughs> so okay, but they would. I don't know why, but for some reason, the boys that I date, and even 
actually like my whole life any boy that goes out with me ends up writing these like epic love letters and i Aww. don't know why but i love it you know yeah. so i'm just like boys write love letters i guess do. so yeah yeah that is rare I and guess, i don't know I if it's because i'm play so hard to get by accident because i'm almost like career 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 and i'm like you are not going to destroy me with your ways i am a woman yeah. i will not be held down with your you know male standards yeah yeah i won't try I won't. me try yeah, me and they're like i will try you i yeah. will write you a 12 page love letter yeah. so like what does this one say uh Oh my gosh. Dear Kim, this must be the best class that I have. Typing, need I say more? What period is that poetry thang at anyway? Maybe it will get me out of class. However, I fret I have missed it. <laughs> hmm. All right. This is dumb. <laughs> Look at this one. That <laughs> was from Davy Ellsworth. You oh, this know. one. Look okay. At this one. This is beautiful. So it's like weathered, like watermarked. <laughs> Sat, like if you told me that it was from the 50s I'd probably believe it because it looks like an old parchment yellow parchment paper but there is a giant heart <laughs> superimposed on top like with a pink highlighter on top of the letter okay so this is when I graduated high school this is my boyfriend Matipola trombone player do we need to get her permission to read this I guess um, it's become your property now yeah he probably would love it Kimmy so I started going by Kimmy, I guess. Uh, I love you so much and we'll never forget the times we spent together this summer. You make me really happy. There is a lot of There are a lot of little things that I will miss, like staring into your beautiful brown eyes, playing with your hair, and having someone who I really love to hold. Oh, Jesus Aww. Christ. It will be a while before I get over you, but there will always be a place in my heart for you. Wait a minute. That, get over you? Yeah, because I broke up with him, right? Like, I was like, I can't have a boyfriend and go be in, like, college yeah. in Syracuse. I was like, well, I wanted to a little bit, but he was like, we probably can't. I was like, you're probably right. It was super like the notebook, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, it was. Um, see, remember, we are just going to see what happens and what I said about putting our relationship on hold. Mm-hmm. and then unpausing it again all right so that's that answers yeah, that yeah if you are ever feeling down or lonely you know that i'm always here for you um i will put something to when okay, when you come back i will have something to put in the box okay so i had a, bo- oh, a meaningful box. box okay all right this box actually oh, all right um hopefully you'll be back during homecoming i would love to <laughs> go there with you because <laughs> Uh, we would have a great time. We could party all night. <laughs> In parentheses, no alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> because I was vehemently against smoking and alcohol. Um, I'll be good if you be good. Have fun getting back into the scene. <laughs> Acting. Amazing. Just don't forget what we had and what it could be. I will miss you a lot. I love you very, very, very much. Matt, number 89. He was a hockey player. I love your... I hope your P.S. I hope your lip and scratch get better. I will send the Ben Lee CD ASAP. <laughs> perfect. What a perfect letter. Oh God, I so love I in this. parenthesis no alcohol is wonderful. <laughs> it's a lovely note. It's a lovely note. He was such a sweetheart. He was such a sweetheart. All right, oh. that, I got. I'm going to use that to to uh, dovetail right into Mash because um, it feels like the Yay. right thing to do. So, so I had a stream of great boyfriends that were. Very mean when they dumped me. Oh, interesting. <laughs> or so you got broken up with more? Oh, all the time. I was expecting somehow. I was like, goodbye, butterfly be, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. It was always something. The worst one was like the day after Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day is the worst because I got 
dumped after that day of Valentine's Day. It's always around that time, I think. Because guys are like, because they're like, whatever that's what's so fucked up about that is that you feel like that kind of makes some sort of horrible sense because valentine's day is because it's been pumped up into this like ridiculous thing in the same way that like films exist where there's a sort of like desperation to how immediately you fall in love with someone there's this idea of how you're supposed to feel about your partner on a day like valentine's day and if you don't feel like having sex with them all day long (laughs) You know what I mean? And that you would literally cut off your leg for them every day. You should definitely break up. Right? I don't know. Yeah. I just wonder if there's something to that. Uh, also, we're just like dumb adolescents being pumped full of hormones. Oh, and it's yes. like, what are we supposed to do with all these hormones? Yeah, I Just put us in a time. box. Like my, my brother's 14-year-old kid is like... Like just like his voice is a little weird. He's like doesn't want to study anymore and he used to be so smart, like super book smart, and he just smells like hormone. Like I don't know what the other way to describe it. And I'm like, I was that kid. Like we were all these kids working it out and it will stick with us forever. I know. God, I love teenagers. <laughs> um so much. Uh okay. So I'm going mash. I'm going I'm starting to dish mash since uh we were just talking about your boyfriend Matt. But um uh again, of course this can be um from any era, from any era of your life, from any era of film and television, etc. But three uh well known enough people uh that, that that you were going to have this fictitious relationship with. Um God, it's could so be characters weird. from a book or yeah. from a movie. It doesn't even have to be yeah. real celebrities. It's so funny because you're like like now, now that I'm married, I'm like, oh well is this cheating on my husband? <laughs> you're like, it's definitely a kid. Yeah. You're definitely cheating on your husband right now. Like, thinking about other men. So good luck with that. Okay. But it can also be like, you know, the you of that time. Like, right, oh, I right. loved Mike Myers so much. We should probably put him on the list. That's great. Right. I've brought him up like three times. Hilarious. I'm also going to put Gene Kelly because I was obsessed with singing in the rain. Rightly so. Um, I'll put I'll put uh, Arsenio Hall because I was okay. obsessed with him. First of all, is his new show still on? His new show is still on. Yes. I it's hard believe- to watch him. It's hard to watch him. I can't. I can't do it. In what way? I can't watch the new Arsenio. Does it feel like it's too much back in the old days, but it doesn't it doesn't feel as relevant now? It just feels like I'm looking at this. He just looks skinnier. Mm. And and I'm, I was like, I, I want to keep that little like crypt of old Arsenio in my head. I completely understand. <laughs> Where I, Bill Clinton would be rocking out on the sex. <laughs> Call that. Sunglasses on. Um, oh, we had a cool president. Oh, okay, man. so those are those are your three. I've got these okay, perfect great. three. Great, I'm um, glad because that's all I can remember. Remember that? That's from the amazing. Beginning. That's from the beginning of the podcast. Love it, love it. Um, how about three? Um, this is very, this is very fun with you. How about three <laughs> movies that you can jump into and just be, be in? Whenever you want. Well, I'm not being as an actor. Like it's a world that you're going into. Uh, Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Amazing, wonderful, wonderful. Uh, We'll just have to go singing in the rain again. Mm -hmm. And this one's gonna throw you off. The Matrix. (laughs) Oh yes, it does throw me off. (laughs) Getting a little bit of uh, the dark side. Only why? Only reason why is because I would watch it like 
it was I had like three tapes I think when Brooklyn and I had a VCR and I would just watch it every night before I went to bed Listen, I will 100% stand by the fact that that is an amazing movie it's so good I've it's not great. I couldn't get through the second one and I definitely didn't even try with a third one no, no but um but it's such a good movie it just makes me feel like I'm just I'm just I don't know you, there's nothing I'm in I'm in the matrix That's yeah what you feel like I, it's a very provocative movie I think they did such a great job with it I have no issue whatsoever with <laughs> with what you're telling me right now uh, I'm going uh, I got to go into this with you because okay. I, I enjoy your style so much three eras that you can like just kind of what you were saying about like a girl can wear a tie to work I mean to school um mm-hmm. can be a male style can be female style can be from any era but three styles whether it's like the way Amelia Earhart dressed or the oh. Roaring Twenties, which I'm now realizing are very close together, um, but also, <laughs> but like you know, the '60s, like whatever, three styles that are a bit difficult to would be a bit difficult to pull off on an everyday basis unless you're Paul F. Tompkins because you right. really have to commit to it. But this is like you could just like try this on and be that person for a day or well, be that style. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Well, full on Elizabethan style would let's do be it. The- best let's do it those big goddamn collars <laughs> yeah I let's love assume they're corsets. comfortable let's assume somehow they're comfortable yeah okay yeah i'm into that well. okay um, elizabethan fantastic i like that uh well i feel like i'd be cheating if i said the 1940s because i kind of do that all the time anyway no but that's but, okay because i think there's a there's a difference between like our iteration of that and like whole hog straight yeah. up 40s i would love to do 40s because hairstyles were so dynamite yes. i mean you would they just dynamite and one were. pair of hose and i love that and yeah. just i like kind of the diy-ness of that era yeah you had to like yeah. figure out how to make your hair stay for a week and a half and make butter last for you know yeah. two weeks like i like that it's like i think that's wonderful constant problem solving with clothing as well like yeah how do you reuse it's like that episode of the simpsons which i'll never forget where marge gets the chanel dress like the pink fancy yes, dress and she keeps redoing ways. it she makes it new oh my god i love it i, I like, love that too i feel like i respond in the same way like there are times when i think i think i realize it especially when i'm like when i'm traveling uh, sorry guys. I just have to be told that I owe thousands of dollars to this <laughs> gentleman that I don't Good know luck. very well. I'll be here dancing. Oh, boy. <laughs> a lot of interruptions this podcast, guys. A lot of interruptions, guys. But you know what? Um, <sighs> I think it's appropriate because I was even looking at this. Remember, you were saying I'm very plucky. <laughs> Which yes. I mean, shoving down emotions, probably. Oh, <laughs> I'm not saying that. <laughs> oh. But this is. Memories from homecoming thing, October 30th, 1993. My date was nobody. <laughs> I wore a purple velvet and black jacket. This is a note Ooh, from a my purple date. Purple velvet and black jacket sounds like a winner. Oh, you know it. God, I know style. Um, a special note from my date. So this is like you're supposed to get your date to write something. And I wrote, hi, I'm the invisible man. <laughs> <laughs> I know you wanted to go with Greg. I can't believe he went with Randy Goldstein instead. Oh, well, I had a nice time at Planet Hollywood wonderful god yeah you were a survivor you're right you know what you're i'm starting to feel that you were our generation's mary tyler moore which there's nothing wrong with that all right i'm getting back to styles and i apologize again for the interruption elizabethan 1940s i need one more okay i mean can i say like the 60s version of the future does that make sense that makes perfect sense all right 
Yeah, 60s future. Totally get Great. it. So like Very, a lot yeah. of like, you know, weird hats that start, you know, that are like planets. <laughs> like like a lot of silver. Or like silver toasters somehow. Yeah, I totally yeah, get exactly. it. No, okay, I agree. I'm 100% on board for that. Um, let's do three. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I haven't podcasted in a while because of this uh, holiday break. I'm going to bring out an old standby that people are probably tired of. Three rides at Disneyland that uh, in some way become real. Okay. I haven't been to Disneyland in a really long time. Okay. I see now. I would have thought that you would be a person who frequented Disneyland based on everything else we've talked about. I would think that too. And I feel like I made it a goal this year actually mm-hmm. to go to Disneyland multiple times. Because mm-hmm. I like, don't do things like weirdly. I don't go to the beach very much. And I, I don't never go, go to, to like the theme parks. And no. like, I don't know why. I don't know why. I think because I'm trying to work. I work. I'm a workhorse. Uh, I work too yeah. hard sometimes. Yeah. You know. You I understand. Do. I do. I You're also do. conditioned as a woman. You're like, I have to work four times as hard as everyone else. Yeah. And I have to be as equal as a man. Yeah. That's you I deserve do. a trip to Disneyland, Mary Girl. Tyler Moore. So, I mean, I don't really know that much about Disneyland, well, but I'm going to gonna say Space Mountain, obviously. I'm right? sure that that's everyone's on everyone's list. But why wouldn't it be if it's not on your list? <laughs> it's, been on, it's not been on some lists. <laughs> I feel bad that I've imposed this question on you since it's not uh, a tantamount to like sort of what I expected. I think I expected your reaction no, to be like, no. oh my God, I've been waiting my whole Wait. life for someone to ask me this question. <laughs> no one has I'm said I'm just going to be reaching for rides, so bear with yeah, me. Yeah, you know I'll what I mean? I'll like, just say the teacups, seems... I guess, you know? Right. No, I'm not. We're not doing this category. <laughs> okay. This is over. It's, it was over before it began. <laughs> Three. But Space Mountain for real, because I just started a funk band that's from outer space and the future. So, oh, so we fantastic. we are on it's Sunday, the, the Ride LA Fest. We're doing inside of a spaceship show. Oh, great. Where it all takes place on an, a ship going to outer space. And then we are aliens who invade the ship. Uh, first of all, it's got theme. So clearly... <laughs> You don't need Disneyland because you're providing your own uh, entertainment in that way. I'm very impressed. All right, I was let unemployed me, let me for four weeks. Uh, <laughs> but you were still working. That's don't right. anyone That's forget right. it. Mm-hmm. How about what if, what if I gave you the three foods like that you can have access to whenever you want with oh, ramifications? Right. It would be excellent. Salmon, raw salmon, like sushi mm-hmm. salmon. Yep, you know what I mean? Yep, Sashimi yep. salmon. Yep. Ugh. Um. Can I just say wine just because I consider it a, a very important red By wine, red means. wine. That would be great. And then I think I would like to have, <laughs> I would like to have like delicious sauteed mushrooms. Oh, wow. That's so specific. But I do yeah. love sauteed mushrooms also. Yeah. <laughs> I get real excited about sauteed mushrooms. Although... I also get very unhappy with like weird mushrooms that I remember when I was in France a few years ago with my friend Jessica, we ordered mushrooms from this um, place that had been recommended to us. And we got this like, it was just like a heap, <laughs> like a, like a stack, like a big, like a big heap, like, like cartoonish, like half of a soccer ball, a pile oh, of mushrooms. God. And they were like, like those sort of. Like, I like the texture of, of seaweed. I don't mind that it's rubbery. Yeah. But, like, what we were expecting was not what we got. And the mushrooms were, like, rubbery, kind oh, of. No. And it was one of the biggest disappointments I've ever had in a meal in my life. So that's a that's a good example of, like, good versus bad. Like, mushrooms gone bad, there's almost nothing worse for me. But delicious yeah. sautéed mushrooms. Yumsies. We had these mushrooms that I'll never forget in <laughs> Japan. <laughs> so stupid. No, I love it. I love it. They were sautéed just to perfection with butter and then they had oysters on top 
Yeah, that sounds really good. Well, I mean, that sounds like a beautiful piece of food right there. Okay. Okay. Since I've already compared yeah. you to Mary Tyler Moore, <laughs> um, three fictional characters could be Alice in Wonderland, could be Mary Tyler Moore, okay. could be that you, that's sort of your alter ego. It's like, I'm Kimmy, but I'm also Mary Poppins, or okay. I'm also Lena Lamont. I'm sorry, I harp on Singing in the Rain way too much. It's really just fine. I just love that movie. No one is, no one's going to get in your way about that. (laughs) Um, Oh God. I know that I could answer this question. No, I know this is a, this is the weird pressure that, uh, making lists. Mm -hmm. Oh God. I mean, I can't believe I said Arsenio Hall earlier, but I was like, well, that's the person who came to my mind. I know, but that's the best part. That's what's, (laughs) this is an improvised, this is an improvised situation. (laughs) Um, I'll say, Let's see. Yeah, I'm trying to think of other like heroines, like book heroines or I would probably yeah. You know, like your Jane Austen y sort of uh Anne of Green Gables y kind of Diane Keaton and Annie Hall sort okay, of Okay, that's that's a good one. Those sort of stuffs. Um uh <laughs> I almost said Ellen DeGeneres. So I'm just gonna say Ellen DeGeneres just Amazing. because because i love her um and the third but the third person would be i'm trying to think of oh what's her name from indiana jones the oh marion allen marion yeah Yeah. marion from indiana jones is wonderful i just really wish i was like a tough girl you know yeah Okay, so, so what soft. about what about three skills? It could be like fighting because you talked about the matrix yeah. and stuff. Three skills that there's a pretty good chance you might not ever quite master <laughs> in this life, but yeah. in this mash life, three skills that like you totally kick ass. At. I would love oh that I already do well. Well, or the, what like I want in this to. imaginary world. Oh yeah, okay. To, you're, yeah, matrix style. It's going to be like you get the chip thing and you're duh, 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 and now you know. Yes, Kung I would love to know how to do like martial arts fighting. Great, you know what I mean. I certainly like, do. I feel the same. I would just like do it around the house. You know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. I wish I had like really good knife skills for, sure. um, you know, uh, cutting food and stuff. Right. And then the other one, I really wish that I was like a contortionist. Ooh. Like I had like an amazing bendy back. Interesting. Ooh, that that brings me a new category I've never thought of before, thanks to you. And I know that this is <laughs> You're welcome, number three. Janet. Yeah, thanks, Kimmy. <laughs> because I'm going to use this again. And contortionist obviously is tricky because now I have to get, you have to give me three new ones that mm-hmm. aren't contortionist. Mm-hmm. But you are you uh, three things you do in the in the circus. Like one, it's oh. going to be one of three things. Sure, three things that you do. In okay. A well, I would love to be the head clown for sure. Great. Um, I would love to. Trapeze, obvi. Right, obvi. Right. Have you ever taken those trapeze, cla- trapeze no. classes? I'd like to. I think. Would I? I think well, I would. Well, what's funny is that's what I wanted to do for my bachelorette party. So I told my girlfriends, who are the best, they're the Apple Sisters. Um, and uh, I was like, I want to do trapeze. And then they're like, we're doing trapeze. And then we went to the circus place that the trapeze is just like, it just sits there. You don't swing. It's not the flying trapeze. So. Right. The trapeze, you just kind of hold on, and it's really kind of painful because you're just like, yeah. "This is so heavy. I'm such a heavy human being." Yeah, like you might as well just your... be doing Pilates yeah, or something. That's exactly yeah, that's right. Not, yeah, no. Yeah. Um, 
And the third thing would probably be the motorcycle guys in Whoa, the in the cage in the cage with the and yeah. like a, like a lot of flaming stuff that like that. Really shocked me when I saw that in like I think I saw this thing called yeah it was called Circus Chimera, and it was like this international circus and there was a, everything was death defying. Nothing yeah. wasn't death defying. Right. Everything was like oh god, please be careful. You're someone's child. <laughs> um, yeah, it was uh, it was intense. I Those love that. Great. I lo- and. It's- I would never, I love that you think that way. Like I, I would always be like, they are crazy. And <laughs> I I probably love de- that you it's think probably that dependent way. on the mood, but yeah, probably. Yeah. It's but I, intense. I feel like I live my life. Like my five-year-old nephew, Kai, who, whenever he got a present would sing Gangnam style. <laughs> Amazing. He would Let's pull see. it out yeah. and go, ha, 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 sexy lady, ha, ha, and then he would be like, wait, I need my flashlight, ha, 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 sexy lady. And you were like, I can totally identify with I that. I get that That's, kid. I'm that guy. Adorable. <laughs> um, living it, living it. I love that right now I'm staring at this blue sequin dress and the long white gloves. Okay, um, this is my final category. I like to put a lot of pressure on myself for the final category. Oh God. How about? Yeah. Well, you know what? I'm gonna go. I'm, I'm gonna go basic and just say mm-hmm. uh, three uh, places that you have your second slash vacation home. But I opened oh. it up to imaginary lands. Oh my god! Anywhere from imaginary lands to just Malibu to Ireland, wherever. Okay. Well, the first one is going to be um, this place that I don't. I don't do drugs, but sometimes. I will smoke pot, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but I don't, I haven't done it in like, I don't know, 15 years. <laughs> no, that's not, that's impossible. That's, uh, yeah. That's 10 years. Uh, yeah. I mean, but, that's long you know time. what I mean? But, um, I dreamt about a land where I was swimming in strawberry frosting. Strawberry frosting. Land. Yeah. So that's where I, I would like it. to be. Vacation. Love it. <laughs> and I was so happy. Yeah. Do you like <laughs> strawberry frosting? I don't know if I like it that much, but. I don't know if I've ever had strawberry frosting. It just seemed like the best place to be at the time. Beautiful. Great answer. (laughs) And also the first time anyone has ever said their vacation home would be strawberry frosting land. So well done on your originality as well. (laughs) Um, uh, Oh, I mean, it's like the south of France. um, Mm. Nice, probably. Great. (sighs) That place is great. I felt like it was magical. Places that I've been... And then the other place would be probably in just the never-ending story, I guess. Oh, I just great. wouldn't mind just living there. Oh, God, I love that. Because place. there's rock people and it's scary, you know? It's like a yeah. lot of scary. And then also Slash Labyrinth, you know? It's like Yeah, both. I see that. I They're see like the that. Same That's kind fair. Of They're both like hugely influential right around the same time. Mm-hmm. Okay, tell me when to stop. Stop. Okay. I just did a little, I don't hope you know. Hey, sexy lady. Fantastic. <laughs> okay. It's six. I'm pausing this to do some quick math. Okay. Returning with your 100% guaranteed future. Um, all right. The conclusion of our podcast together. Thank you for playing MASH. I'm so excited. Thank you. Thank you for playing MASH. Mm-hmm. Uh, God, a lot of good stuff has, has gone on here. Uh, first thing I want to say, I'm just going to start with this for no reason, but um, I appreciate that you can dive into the world of Elizabethan fashion. Yes. At the drop of a hat. <laughs> at the drop of a collar. Um which actually doesn't really make sense with your alter ego mm-hmm. because you are the badass that is Marion. Yeah. And Indiana Jones and Temple Doom, which kind of explains why you have the martial arts skills that you have. <laughs> 
And that when you're not doing those things, you also ride around in a cage on a motorcycle in My the life circus. Is amazing. You're going to probably this, all of these things take up a lot of energy, so it makes sense to me that you have immediate access to the delicious buttery raw salmon of sushi and sashimi whenever you want it. I'm so happy. Um, not to be outdone, however, if you tire of that and want something a little sweeter, rest assured you can head to your vacation home in the strawberry frosting sea of your stoned imagination from 10 to 15 years ago, where I feel certain you have a mansion, as you did end Yay, up with a mansion. Yay, I got a mansion. You got the mansion. It's made of butter and ice cream. And... Also fitting, very fitting with the strawberry frosting uh, vacation world is you can also go into Pee Wee's Great Adventure whenever oh, you want yay. with Mike Myers. <laughs> yeah. Success. Guess what, 15-year-old Kimmy? Yeah. Congratulations. Life can happen. Mega congrats. <laughs> You're doing the Riot show. Uh, this is coming out yes. on Thursday, so uh, you can advise people of that. Yes. Um, yes. The Sunday, Sunday at 7 p.m. at The Smell. In L.A. Amazing mm-hmm. that Los there's Angeles. a place called The Smell. I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't know that. Um, <laughs> and what else? Apple Sisters? Yeah. We came up with a Christmas album, so... Well, you can take a look at theapplesisters.com. I highly encourage you to do so. Yes. Anything else? Twitter? Uh, oh, yeah. At Kimmy Gatewood. Great. I'm going to be, you can look at me singing and dancing in the Jersey Boys movie. Directed <gasps> ah! by Clint Eastwood. That's a big deal. Who told me that he liked, he said, Kimmy, I like the way you delivered that line. <laughs> I <gasps> will die happy woman now yes you I will i can't believe you pocketed that you buried the lead till the end of the podcast well so played this is the mo- it's the most exciting thing that's ever happened to me i think it's kind of but a big deal i think we all have a, a clint hey. eastwood i didn't know i had one you have I just one. started one clint eastwood. right now i have one have i want to thank you guys for listening to the podcast I sound less like Clint Eastwood. <laughs> the more I try, I, the less I sound like This me. is how people talk in Strawberry Frosting Land. It's okay. I know you're right, because Strawberry Frosting Land is a place of real men and national treasures. <laughs> um, Kimmy, thank you so much for doing the podcast. Thanks, Janet. Guys, great to be back. Hope everyone had a lovely holiday uh, break, which is was an extremely long one here in Los Angeles. Um, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Bye. As always, the JV Club theme song is Back Before We Were Brittle by the amazing Say Hi. Now leaving Nerdist.com. 